1: All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. Last week, we were reading through the book of Ezekiel, and we found out that this dude was not allowed to mourn his wife. And as we were doing the podcast, we were trying to figure out kind of why, because we thought that seemed a little cruel, because it was a order, you know, or command from God saying, you know, hey, do not mourn the loss of your wife. So we were like, man, why is that? Is that, you know, why would God do that? Is it a Jewish tradition thing that they were supposed to mourn? So we went, or sorry, not we, Anson went and did some- You did
0: some research.
1: We talked about it. As a five on the Enneagram, when a question like that comes up, I do a quick kind of Google search and stuff. But because it was in the middle of the work week, I couldn't quite devote the full amount of- five-ish time I would like to do the (laughs) research, Uh, and then I was away for the weekend. But um, yeah, so I did a tiny, tiny bit, but Anson did most of the research here. So uh, we're going to share with you what kind of what we found, and uh, yeah, hopefully it just kind of, again, helps answer some of those odd questions that we've been looking at throughout the whole year that the Bible kind of has for us sometimes. So Anson, what have you found?
0: Yeah, so this, one of the unique things is we we weren't able to... really figure out when it started but like Jewish practice was to mourn for a week like you you were like you set aside mourning for a week and there were things that you would do that week but really your life would be put on hold for a loss like this like losing a spouse you would mourn for a week it would be public people would know your mourning and then you would sort of ease back in over a month like you'd go back to doing some things but you wouldn't go to a party or you wouldn't listen to live music or you wouldn't do these things that might sort of express and experience joy in a different way than what normal life is. So it was, let's say this was in this time, like it was really abnormal for it not to be public, like not for people to know, oh, hey, Ezekiel's mourning right now. Mm-hmm. Like he just lost his wife. He is mourning and he is grieving over this. So for God to be like, "Hey, you're not allowed to do that is rather shocking and rather precarious in a sense of like, yeah, "What? Yeah. Why can I not actually grieve grieve the loss of my wife?" And what ends up happening, like much of the Book of Ezekiel, there's there's a lot of things that are grieving. There's there's a lot of things that are he he has that um, God tells him to do that are odd. Um, that are expected to to show judgment for the people of Israel and that's sort of what this was. God asked him not to grieve because it was a judgment on on Israel on mm. on the people. And there's a couple different thoughts that that we were able to find on on why this this judgment and why this specific act of not allowed to mourn your wife and there's two different ones they sort of go hand in hand a little bit um, but not totally. the first one, I'm just going to read it verbatim says, while Ezekiel loved his wife, the people of God did not love Jerusalem. Yeah. Had they loved, they would have repented and returned to God in order to preserve their city and their covenant. Now that the city is lost, they're not allowed to grieve because grief is a sign of love. And the absence of love is the very thing that brought about the loss. So it's almost this sign of like, Hey, you didn't actually love what God called you to love. So you're not actually allowed to grieve for it because you didn't actually love it. You didn't care for it. You didn't pursue it. Um, and then the other the other idea is um, is this. It was, of course, all pointing to God, so that in the midst of Judas' loss, they might know and cling to the Lord. Their beloved temple would be destroyed, their source of pride and joy. But the people were putting more weight on the place and practices and not all of them holy than on God. Yet they wouldn't be free to lament because they would be immediately be taken into captivity. So it's almost this judgment. So we have one that says they didn't love the place, and one that says almost that they love the place too much in yeah. a sense. And I don't think they're contradicting. I don't think they're contradicting because I don't when I think it says, hey, they didn't love the, the place I don't think they actually loved what God um like what God desired them to love in that place, which is the, the people, which is um what God's work in that place. Um, and then when it says they love the, the the things like I think that is they they didn't love the people, the city, like almost like this idea that the church is a, a people, not a place like they didn't love the people in right. the place, um, but they loved like the church, the church building burning down, the temple burning down brought them more grief than the actual destruction that was happening within the people yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the captivity that was happening, the judgment that was happening and the idolatry that was happening, like those things broke their heart less. So it was almost like Ezekiel, you're going to lose something you love, but you not mourning is going to be a sign to the fact that, Hey, they didn't love what I loved. They right. didn't care for, for what I cared for. And they actually fell more in love with physical possessions and physical things than they did with me. And that's a problem. So it's almost this sign of judgment, but, I feel for Ezekiel, he's like, your wife dies, and an hour later you're preaching a sermon like I don't who knows if that's like that's not the actual um a- actual layout right, of how it right. happened, but like he's not allowed to mourn he's just supposed to
1: yeah. continue to live on like yeah. I don't know how someone does that yeah, and the Bible and God does actually not call us to kind of be like emotionless mm, human beings no. right? He has created us to have emotions and even Jesus wept right mm. um at the death of his friends so i am um, you know we shouldn't read ezekiel and be like oh this is what we should do when like hard times come and things like that but we are to press on you know yeah and like there are going to be t- things that are tough and we're going to have to kind of uh, accept but uh yeah this is not a, a verse where it's like it's not telling you, know, you not to mourn the loss of your family yeah like, absolutely you, you or, should yeah. there's healthy mourning yeah absolutely um And this goes back to, um, you know, where there's scripture that we take. uh, What is it kind of prescriptively? um,
0: Rather than descriptively, like you're reading something into the text rather than allowing the
1: text to dictate. So this is one of those moments where God is telling Ezekiel something very specific, but he might, uh, but God is not telling us this is how we are to live. So very interesting. I'm glad that we got to uh, take the week to go do some research, find out some more stuff. Um, in my quick research, there was also like a few paintings that people had done mm. of this as well, which I thought were interesting of mm. kind of Ezekiel um, at the the deathbed of his wife as she 's in the background and him trying kind of not to mourn or act like she 's not even there so uh, you know always looking for art in this kind of uh, context is is really fascinating in putting pictures to uh, the stories that we are learning mm. so Anson, thank you again so much for Uh, doing all the research and the deep dive into this and we will see you later. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With
0: God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.